You're listening to Borderline Idealists. Join us every other Sunday for new episodes where we focus on anxiety, depression, and BPD. Log on to BorderlineIdealist.com for past episodes, blog posts, and our Patreon link to support us. Together, we can give a voice to those who suffer from mental illness and tear down mental health stigma. Sorry. We're just, we're waiting on Chris right now, so just, just give us a second. Can we turn the mic around? Hmm? Oh, no, it's fine. Just going uh, straight, uh, I can't get to hook up, so it's going straight from the thing. Sorry. We're just, we're waiting on Chris right now, so just, just give us a second. All right. You know that, I, I don't know who that is. Who is Clumsy Octopus? That sounds like somebody who's definitely here to heckle me. <laughs> I suck, no. Okay. Can we turn the mic around? Hmm? Oh, no, it's fine. Just going uh, straight. Uh, I can't get to hook up, so it's going straight from the thing. Oh. All right, guys. So let's get started. Uh, welcome to Borderline Idealists, the live edition. Thank you for joining us. Um, no, Clumsy Octopus, I will not give you money. Um, sorry, <laughs> got sidetracked. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Borderline Idealists, guys. This is AJ. And this is Chris. And this is our live edition. Uh, we're going to be having some really good times. We're going to be talking about medication. Isn't that fun? <laughs> so, um... This really came about from, I noticed on social media that there are people that talk down to those that have, that are taking medication. Um, they, they claim that uh, those people are uh, not doing the, the best that they can do, they're just taking something just to numb uh, the effects. They're being lazy. Yeah, just taking, just taking some just to numb the effects of depression, anxiety, and not really getting to the root of the problem. Um, and I'll read a comment like that later. But I just thought that we should talk about. Really, I really want to discuss everyone's personal journey. Um, either you decide to take medicine or you don't. You know. Yeah. So, but before we get into that. Um, we would like to give a, a little bit, a couple of updates that we've been doing that we have planned for this year. Um, uh, Chris does the boring stuff, so. This is the first episode of the new year, right? So, um, I guess we should start off with a brand new review that we got on Apple, a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what is it, Scarly? Mm-hmm. Um, via Apple Podcast. Thank you so much for the review. They wrote, AJ and Chris give a look into give a look into the lives of introverts and people with mental illness. They are great to listen to and very informative. I find it easy to relate to their topics and find and get a feeling of comfort uh, knowing that I so that was yeah. really touching. That was uh, you know, if, if she was watch if she's like watching the live right now, she can see that we're also she can put handsome on there. You know, great to listen to, very informative and yeah. and handsome. Mm. So. 
Just think about that next time. Any, I knew that was Chaucie. <laughs> <laughs> I know. There's, <laughs> of course, there's somebody on here like saying some really crazy stuff, like they're holding my cat hostage. Oh. And I'm like, why would you say that? You see that? You see that one? So we just, I just like that's totally Chaucie. <laughs> I'm gonna forget to read some of the stuff. So you might want to keep track of this. But um, so thank you, Scarly, for that uh, for that wonderful review. She's from Canada. Mm-hmm. A lot of our listeners are from out of the states. Yeah, I mean that's what's great about uh, the podcast, social media that we can um, reach other people and start conversations, and that's what we want to do. Yeah. Um, speaking of starting conversations, uh, we want to thank uh, everyone who took the time out to join our uh, Discord server. Um, we've been learning how to use it, and uh, we think it's going to be a great way for. Uh, you to contact with us or uh, talk to other people. I I really want you know a a sense of you know community because I feel like it, it can be lonely um, it having <laughs> whatever. It can be lonely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Um, it can be lonely having BPD or having a mental illness and. Um, I just want to, I want to create a place where, you know, you can just stop by anytime and just say hi. Chris and I will be there and we'll say hi back, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. it's been interesting. Just, I mean, I think that Discord is sort of, it's, it'll be interesting to see how it evolves and how it, it shapes into, we have different uh, channels, what they're called, where you can, uh, we can discuss just uh, general topics if you guys want to reach out to us and just communicate with us. But then there's also special channels that are dedicated for our patrons and people who donate. Um, you'll have a chance to look at future episodes and our sort of our brainstorming stuff. Um, we'll be posting blogs, things that we read that kind of go along with the topic that we'll be discussing. So I think that'll be that'll be nice. Um, Josie, much more clumsy, is asking if they can donate on the chat. I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I don't know. You I can go to our website <laughs> and uh, become a patron through there. So, yeah. Jossie's a patron already, so thank yeah. you, Jossie. Yay! And um, Allie, who's uh, on Discord as well, she she did call this handsome, so thank <laughs> you very much, Allie. I know. We've been having fun hanging out with um, Allie in the Discord. Um, her birthday was very close to mine. We got to sing her happy birthday, and that was oh, really yeah. fun. Yeah. So, I like, I like you can use Discord for things like that. It's, it's just fun, yeah, I guess, reaching out and talking to people and just sharing Well, I, I mean, experiences. I guess with my, my uh, I guess maybe it's being an INFP or just having anxiety, it's just nice, you know, you can just say hi to somebody and you don't have to, you know, stick around forever, but, you know, it's just sort of like a, um, I don't know, just something you can just come by and just get into for a little while and take a break and... yeah. Yeah, you know, that's that's nice. You can leave whenever you want. You know, <laughs> it's not like being trapped in class. Um, but uh, well, one thing right before we get started into our our, our main discussion okay. for yeah, the day of course, is yeah. the Patreon. If you if we have a Patreon page, if you like what we're doing, uh, if you like some of the changes that we're doing, it, go to the website borderlineidealist.com. AJ has done a really good job updating uh, some of the pages and. Um, uh, adding more content and he introduces search bars so it's easier to find some of the previous episodes things like that but you can go on there um, read about what we're doing listen to all the episodes but also you'll find a patreon page link 
and we encourage anybody who, who's listening to us and, and gets something from what we're doing. Uh, if you feel encouraged or um, if you want to support us in what we're doing, uh, become a patron and we ask uh, the lowest tier is one dollar, mm-hmm. one dollar a month. So that would be great. I mean, it goes a long way to helping us meet our goals for the year and um, so we can renew our web page and we don't have to take money out of our personal accounts. Um, and it's basically, I mean, that's what it's, it's for. Um, it just whatever you can donate, it would be really appreciated. If you can't, we know there's um, a lot of people are at different places in their life and it's mm-hmm. hard <laughs> to find <laughs> extra money. I can speak to that from experience. Um, you know, just share our stuff. I mean, I that goes along as well. I really am happy when uh, people just listen to the podcast because I can remember when we started out. That's that's all I wanted people <laughs> that listen. Uh, but then there are also people that will uh, will talk to me also, um, and then also people that want to support. So I'm I'm okay with all of those. I see that as just just support all around just by listening or, or sharing, you know, it just means a lot to us. And, you know, thank you. Yeah. So can we get started with now the we may get started. episode? <laughs> okay. So the episode is medicine, an easy fix. No. All right. Well, that was <laughs> the episode. See you later. <laughs> hmm. Um, no, was, was that really it? No. <laughs> so as you mentioned earlier, you kind of, um, you kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier where, this discussion got, st- or this topic got started from what you were reading online. And oftentimes, Ajahn will come up to me and be like, Christian, listen to what this person says. And don't, I want to hear your opinion. Um, and, you know, so that he read something online that we're um, talking about medicine, and he has a personal experiences about people talking about medicine and how they, pe- you know, people claim that meds- medication slows down your recovery or like you, you said, it numbs down your feelings, the problems, but doesn't really fix it. Um, so, and in this episode, we're going to talk about that. Uh, why people take medicine? Is it just um, when, you know, they could just exercise or focus on meditation, breathing, yoga. There's a lot of other um, e-meters. I was going to have to explain what e-meters is. Don't Google it. I don't know if you want to. <laughs> I mean, it could work. Look, I mean, what, we're, what we want to say in this episode, though, is that... No, actually, e- disclaimer. What? E-meter does not work. I mean, <laughs> pseudoscience, whatever. I mean, pseudoscience still has science in it. So, I mean, uh, you yeah. know, tomato, tomato. But, you know, whatever, whatever you feel like, you know, works for you... Um, I just think the big thing is that, you know, we can't compare ourselves to other people and, um, I don't know, try, try to tell other people uh, what they should be doing at this time because we don't know their, their circumstances. Right. And that's something that one of the first things that I sort of commented was that everybody's, and we go back to this, this thought a lot, is that everybody's journey is different. And what works for one person may not work for others. And that's why, you know, people are saying, Go to your doctor because they're meant to help you identify what works for you, mm-hmm. right? Instead of just saying somebody, oh, I heard somebody's taking this medicine and it worked great for them, so I'm going to take it and then it should work for me. And then it's not going to work and then you're going to be depressed because <laughs> you're like, why didn't it work, right? Mm-hmm. And you've had that experience with medicine that works for other people and did work for you. Well, I think... It gave you different side effects. I think um, <laughs> anyone that's gone on that... that a roller coaster of trying to find the right medicine for you, for yourself is just um, it can get very discouraging because you know medicine that's supposed to 
help you with depression will you know make make you feel worse yeah i will uh wear one that that is um won't make you feel better so um well but so, some of the other things that people are saying about medicine um what about the side effects right mm-hmm. they, they they always cite especially these people that are i guess anti-medicine i don't know like some people are anti-medicine yeah. or they view it as um, a, well a weakness, weakness or right. like a and and that's what I've kind of uh, witnessed um, places on, on social media uh, where I'm like a, a part of like BPD um, and mental mental health mm-hmm. uh, places like people talking about you know you know you shouldn't be you shouldn't be doing that to your body um, you you don't need it um, and it's really I don't know when I hear that I'm. You know, and I'm taking medicine. I'm just like, you know, of course I don't want to be taking medicine. Like I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> I tried very hard to take care of it myself until, you know, got put in a mental hospital and then they diagnosed me um, with uh, depression there and then like started giving me some medicine. And when I started feeling better, I was like, I feel better. I'm going to stop taking the medicine. <laughs> and then that just started going on. I would take medicine, stop taking it. So I finally got it through my head. Well, it seems like medicine works for me, you know, because <laughs> because for me, you know, uh, depression is like a, a it, yes, it really is chronic. It keeps coming back like it it's and, and so is anxiety. And it's not something that that I don't know. It's just 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 a, a, a situational thing. I mean, situations can cause it to get worse. Um, but. You know, I of course I don't want to be taking any medicine, but I do because if I do get depressed, uh, it's not going to cure it. Um, it's not going to, I guess, numb it. I don't feel like it numbs it, but it just helps me to to manage it. It helps uh, me to think a little bit clearer, mm-hmm. and and I like that. So, yeah, let's. Talk, um, do you want to talk about the the article? Or? Yeah. So. Um, so. In short, <laughs> focus. Uh, medicine does not cure any condition or uh, behavioral conditions, right? And so um, that's why it can help, but it won't cure, yeah. cure it. And like, it can it can BPD, aid but. it can aid in the the symptoms, um, but for BPD, the main thing that you should be looking at is of course DBT. Um, DBT training. It's a yeah. uh, dialectical behavioral um, therapy. There, yes, it's therapy. <laughs> Good job, Chris. So job. Um, that's something that we'll discuss further, not only uh, during this episode, but even a couple of as we move forward into mm-hmm. this year, um, because that's something you're going to be starting as well. Yeah, the, the therapy. But um, so let's go to this up. Uh, this um, uh, what is it called? And that was the word. The article. article. <laughs> on, on goodtherapy.com. And it basically it was talking about, you know, can't I recover from depression without antidepressants? Somebody was asking this? Yeah, and, and I, just, I thought it was a, a good question because, you know, I, I think a lot of people, when they find out that they have um, mental illness like depression or anxiety, um, they might be like, well, I'm dead set against taking medication. I want to just deal with it myself. What, what can I do? Um, and in this article, yeah, the, the first part of the article said, you know, can I recover from depression without uh, antidepressants? And basically the, the doctor who's answering says that 
Um, it's a question that, of course, many people have. Um, and a lot of people want to recover on their own. Um, but the, <laughs> the, the, question, um, the answer to the question is both simple and very complicated. So they, they suggest that if it's something chronic that goes on a lot, you know, you might want to look into medicine. Um, if it's, uh, if you feel like therapy is, is something that is helping you and, and you get better, um, in, in like a week, um, then you don't, um, you, you might not need medicine. Right. So, because well, it's like with a lot of other conditions, it's, everything's not black and white mm -hmm. and um so there's a spectrum and like with depression and we've talked about it in previous episodes mm -hmm. it, it could be a mild depression where maybe it's you're affected by the the weather for example rainy uh rainy conditions sometimes make people depressed right mm -hmm. not being exposed to the sun people need that sunlight or need exposure to being out in nature and things like that so it could cause some mild depression and it typically goes away on its own uh, after you know uh, the, the weather changing or something like that. But, and then there's also where it could be a little bit more, um, I guess, mid-level, where if you have a, a fa friend of the family or a loved one that passed away, that's going to be a little bit more long. Okay? I would think that was going to be a little bit long-term, more than just a week well, or so, because... I don't think everybody takes... Um, everybody takes a situation differently. Right. You know, what, what might cause depression for one person... Um, might not cause depression for, for right. another. Um, and, and, but it, I mean, what we want to focus on is just, it, it I guess it, it depends on how severe mm -hmm. um, it is and how um, persistent it is. Right. Um, and that's why when they were talking about in this article that reaching out for help is um, an important part of the recovery process. Um, it can take many forms. Um, and of course, you know, one person's path is not a path for, for everybody. Um, so, you know, of course, in, um, in this article, too, they talk about um, you can do uh, ac acupuncture. Um, acupuncture. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, some other, like, stress-relieving things. Uh, yoga. You can uh, meditate. Um, why not? Why not? I mean, I, I think that's great. If you are able to find a, a different uh, route uh, than taking medicine um, to help alleviate the symptoms of your depression and anxiety, um, I think that's that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, but if you are, I think that if you are, are doing these things and, um, and you still feel yourself struggling, even with therapy, even with talk therapy, um, I think that's when it's time to take medicine. Right. Um, well, that's what, I keep thinking back to what this um, comment that you read online, uh, and you know, we'll get to it, but, you know, like we mentioned, people in general, I don't think, like to take medicine, <laughs> you know, even for like colds and stuff like that, and your headaches, you know, sometimes I don't like to take medicine for headaches, I don't know why, I, it's not like I get side effects, but maybe it's just the laziness, I don't know, <laughs> but, you know, some, I think that's the common misconception is that people in general terms don't like to take medicine, because it's either side effects, or for religious purposes, or many other purposes, so, you could try a lot of different approaches to dealing with whatever you're going through, but at the end of the day, you, you have to go with what actually helps. You know, if, like you said, if meditation is not helping, if you're, if, 
for example, you can't meditate yourself to sleep, right? <laughs> like, um, you know, you've had that Maybe problem. Maybe you can try. I don't know. Well, you've had that problem where... Um, <laughs> Man, I've tried so many ways to... I used to... Um, when I was trying to go to sleep, I think you remember this, I would, like, hum, like, a little bit. Like, when mm-hmm. I was... Like, I would start to think about things, like, worry about things, and I'd be like, mm, mm, you know, just, like, just, like, move it out of my mind. And it was so difficult. Like, I, I did not want to... Um, get back on, on Effexor because I knew that, you know, once you're on, on Effexor, it's almost like being addicted to it because if you don't take it for a day, you get brain shocks. So I'm like, I don't want to go through that for the rest of my life. I'll be fine. I just want to suffer, you know? So I, I would look up different ways to like, you know, think and alleviate my anxiety, but it, it, it kept coming back and it was disrupted in my life. And that's when I, I realized, you know, I may have to take you know, medicine for the rest of my life. And, you know, if I can have a good quality of life, I'm all about it. I'm all about, all about that good quality of life. Um, <laughs> I believe, <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't see it um, here in the notes, Chris, but I believe in this article, um, they also talked about, I think it was the BPD article, but, um, but I wanted to talk about yeah. it, that, that um, depression and mental health, uh, it can be something as serious as uh, diabetes or, um, yeah, or even cancer, you know, um, these things can lead to death, you know, and these things need to be treated right away. You know, that's something the doctor says in the article, these things need to be treated right away, you know, so if you need to take medicine temporarily, you, you know, you should think about it, you know. Um, right, we wouldn't we wouldn't tell a cancer patient uh, tough it out, you know. <laughs> you should you should meditate on your cancer and it'll make it go away or lessen the. Well, the I mean, symptoms. I mean, on the on, on the same note, there mm-hmm. are some people that say I have cancer. Well, let me go to this country where there's a um, a um, magician and mm-hmm. he's gonna do some kind of spiritual surgery on me or something. Oh. I mean, have you heard about that? I don't know. No. Just. I don't know. Some people. I mean, point is, don't don't look that up. Don't. Look that up. <laughs> um, but point is, like some people are so uh, <laughs> they don't like medicine so much um, that they would do anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a faith, um, uh, self uh, self medication, anything to just not be on medication, and it and I think it comes from the the stigma. Yeah. You know, because if you, <laughs> I know that if I had met, um, medicine with me and I felt like if somebody saw it, they would be like, oh, he's crazy. You know, um, I, didn't, I didn't know how they would know what kind of medicine I'm taking, but. Which is like carrying your pill, your pill doctor <laughs> mm-hmm. or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, Allie says I, she actually doesn't like to take medicine just because of the physical swallowing of the pill. I didn't really think about that. Some people have a really hard time I... swallowing pills. My sister, uh, Rosa, mm-hmm. she had a horrible time which as she was little i think she's gotten better now mm-hmm. um but uh, when she was little even just like the little tiny ones my parents struggled when she got sick and she would need to take um cold medicine or i don't know something yeah like they would have, have to trick her with like eating it with food <laughs> or like sometimes they would just pop it in the back and then just go like that <laughs> like you know that you do with animals <laughs> but yeah so uh, of course, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know how you do with animals. Physical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know that. <laughs> the physical of swallowing pills. However, I do understand that I need medication to have the quality of life, yeah. And I guess that's, you know, the trade-off that 
Adley will have to make and a lot of other people, you know. Um, and it, it, I think it boils down to when you're running out of options. Like you, for example, you know. You tried doing it alone. You tried not being on it. And for you, it was because of the side effects. You, mm -hmm. And you didn't want to go through the side effects and then having to identify a medicine that worked for you because you had to ease your way into the medicine, you know, taking two weeks for it to take into effect and then upping the dosage. And then if it doesn't work or you get really bad side medicines, then you have to go scale it back down and then do repeat the cycle, basically. And I'm, I'm sure it could be draining on your <laughs> mental so health. Um, so that was for you. But, you know, uh, you went back to it because it was harder for you to deal with it on your own and you weren't dealing with it really. Mm -hmm. You know, you were trying to, you were doing other things to cope with it. You were self-medicating with alcohol and other drugs. And it just... Other drugs? Everything's a drug. Alcohol is a drug. Marijuana is not a Marijuana drug. Marijuana is a drug. Marijuana is not a drug. It alters your state of being. Okay. So well, remember to vote so that marijuana is not a drug anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it will be a drug. It'll just be regulated drug just like Advil. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Self-medication isn't the best way. I think, you know, I think, I know that you need a doctor to monitor you, so. <laughs> yeah, peanut butter is always good to treat animals into, into well, so nice. taking their medicine. Um, I really want to talk about this this uh, interview that Lady Gaga had, Gaga Ooh La La, Want Your Bad Romance. Um, it kinda, oh, no, that's Michael Jackson. Uh, well, um, I guess it's kind of the same yeah. thing. I don't know, whatever. Um, so Lady Gaga was, was she talking She was doing Oprah. Yeah, the Queen of America, Oprah. <laughs> you know, you have to bow when you say her name, Oprah. Um, <clears throat> so uh, she was talking about her PTSD, and Oprah asked her, uh, what have you done to, uh, what, what has helped you get through it? Mm -hmm. And she, uh, of course, listed therapy, um, and, and other uh, exercise, other things that helped her. And then she said, you know, this might be controversial. Right. Um, <laughs> it's just funny that you have to say that, you know, this, this might blow your mind, but uh, it's, you know, uh, she said medicine has really helped me tremendously. Um, and then she said that she takes an antipsychotic, uh, and if she wasn't taking it, then she would be spiraling and have uh, spasms in her sleep. Um, and this is recent that she started talking about her... Um, her rape yeah when she was younger and uh, basically the the mental health issues that she's been going through as an adult because of that yeah from that she said that she wasn't she um that happened at 19 and she didn't really deal with it because all her fame started mm, and right. so um she actually put in a little box <laughs> she actually mentioned that she did a dbt also yeah. well um, she let me finish reading what she said she says oh, I know he <laughs> Medicine really helped me. A lot of people are afraid of medicine for their brains to help them. Is that correct? <laughs> I really want to erase the stigma around this. Um, I'm sick of saying it over and over again. Uh, but not everybody has access to these things. Not everybody has money for these things. And I want money for it. And I want the best doctors in the world. And I want us to understand that. I want us to understand the brain and get on the same page about this, so that Gen Z doesn't have to go doesn't have to deal with the same way that we're dealing with now. Mental health is a crisis. Uh, so, you know, I, I think that's what motivated this conversation as well from your, from the, the comment that you read online. Um, 
and it's often you know people that have found a way for themselves to deal with with uh, whatever it is that they're working on whether it's BPD depression anxiety they find their own way and then they turn around and say to the people that are still struggling that's the wrong way yeah don't take medicine that's the easy way oh. that's like the lazy way you're not you know and so it's like why are you turning around it's like it's like you're climbing out of a hole and then yeah. you see people behind you and you're like toss a leg at them like kick them down it's like all this all this talk about you know stigma and you have you know when you're diagnosed with bpd you're you know when, when, when you say that to somebody you can see you know their reaction um and i'm sure you've had these discussions um probably like awkward discussions with them but it's it's just odd that if you're uh, you're able to um, kind of I guess hold back some of your symptoms, that you know you would tell somebody else you know this is the way that you need to do it because I did it. What you're doing is completely wrong. You know it's you know it sounds just like what my parents always you know would say to me about things. You know um, <laughs> my parents always kind of say this like you're doing your life wrong. You know <laughs> my parents like had a plan like go to college do this do this do this. And then, of course, I did not follow that plan, you know? Like, I just tried to do my best, you know? And I think that's what everyone in life tries to do. And I like to think that's what people that are diagnosed with BPD um, try to do. They try to do their best. Um, and, you know, everyone's on their own journey, so let's not knock them. <laughs> let's all come together and say, you know, you do you, I'll do me, as long as you're doing something that... You know that is that is healthy. If you need to, you know, if you need, or if you need something to, to help you with the feeling, by all means, why would you not do that? I mean, when people say, I don't know, when people say you need a crutch, it's just like you know, if if something is broken, you know, it's okay to to have a crutch, even mm -hmm. temporarily or. Yeah, I've heard that say before that medicine is a crutch and. People are wrong to to go that route because they're not help. They're not really helping themselves. It's like we we talked about when we were talking earlier. It's like well, if you broke a leg, you would need a crutch so that you wouldn't continue hurting that leg while it's recovering, right? And you're still allowing you're giving it time to recover until you're able to walk on it again. And then when you are, then you probably do physical therapy so that you can build up your muscles. So it's like. This is a combination of things that have to go into recovery and getting yourself back to a working order, I guess. Um, so it's it's kind of odd that people pitch that or talk about um, medicine like that. Um, Ali says, "Till it happen, till it happens to you, was released a couple of years ago. No artist, in my opinion, was able to write that song without having gone through sexual trauma themselves." Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that was a really nice, that, that was a really nice song. The whole album was like, I think it was at, at telling a lot about, you know, it, it seemed very internal, like in, um, very personal, in, introspective, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Look, looking at within. So yeah, that's why we love God, I guess. <laughs> well, Chris, I want to read that. I want to read the comment now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Keep like teasing it, but we're just like, what are you guys talking about? You gonna talk about this really fast? Yeah. Um, so, of course, we, um, when we were talking about borderline personality disorder, um, we, we know that, you know, DBT is, uh, is 
what what you can use to not cure it, but the you know <laughs> the gold standard. I mean, really. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so uh, there is a ninety percent success rate with DBT. So do people are people, um, you know. I think it's important to say that people do, you know, relapse sometimes, um, and it can go into uh, remission. Um, but my journey to finding DBT took a little, a little time, and um, I, I've kind of noticed on on social media that, you know, I guess people will be like, "Why haven't you done this yet? You know, why haven't you done DBT yet? Why haven't you done it yet?" Um, and I don't know, I, I, I feel like when I was first diagnosed with DBT, uh, with DBT, when I was first diagnosed with um, borderline personality disorder, um, I think I heard about DBT um, from my psychologist, but I can't, I can't really remember. I, I didn't really like look it up and, and all the psychologists I saw after that were all um, cognitive. Um, and they knew that I had BPD and depression, anxiety, um, and, you know, I didn't really start looking into it, getting serious about going to DBT until, um, I felt like, you know, I, I was, I was really, 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 really tired of falling down and getting, and, and scraping my way, you know, back up. I was just like, maybe if I do DBT, I can really just get control of this. But up until then, I was like, you know, I'm... I'm able to to manage, and I think that's what a lot of people try to do. They just try to, um, and I think that's what DBT uh, DBT is about too: managing your your emotions, being you know aware of them, and that's what I've I've tried to do. But I feel like um, I need more help. So I think uh, more people need um, need to know about it. More people. Uh, more psychologists need to have DBT, uh, DBT training. Or at least be able to identify what's not working and um, what is it suggested to other people, to their patients, yeah. right? Like, have you had a doctor tell you, yeah, oh, we should try DBT? I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think, <laughs> I, I think the psychologist that, um, that diagnosed me the first time, I, I believe he did, he just, uh, he said, you know, I think you have BPD. Uh, go home and look at the symptoms. You know, here's the thing in the the DSM, um, the the definition of DSM. Go home and tell me what you think about it. And I came back, and I believe he said something about that. But you know, that was a chaotic time for me. I was I was self mutilating, and I was depressed. I was going to the mental hospital. So, but I I don't think any psychologists after that. I mean, they just sat there and talked to me. No one mm -hmm. said. You need DBT. That would be like nip this in the bud. That will really help you. You know, and mm -hmm. they, <laughs> they just took my money, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> they said, yeah, just keep talking. Just keep talking. That would be $100. <laughs> so well, I said, <laughs> that's one thing that last year you were going to a psychologist. Mm -hmm. And this is around the first time that I heard about DBT. And I think that we kind of looked at it a little bit more with interest. And, but you were in a crisis at that time so we couldn't like unfortunately dbt people who have dbt certifications are not always available and when they are like we found a psychologist but they were only able to see um aj once a month or once every uh, well, 
Whatever. It was just really, really hard for him, and he needed somebody to talk to right now. And so we were like, okay, well, that's not going to work. I mean, you called me. I remember you called me crying because you went to the psychologist, um, the therapist, and it went great. You really liked them. And then, uh, you know, they're like, okay, you wrapped up the session. They, um, they gave you some worksheets and some pamphlets and stuff, a lot of information. Then you were really excited. You go out, you finish your session, you go out to the secretary. Um, and they're like, okay, well, your next appointment is going to be in, five, in, four month, in four weeks. And you're like, what? <laughs> Why didn't anybody tell me before? And so, you know, I... I and, then, and then I found out that the psychologist that I saw the first time, she was leaving. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, she ends up leaving. So I was just like, oh, I really liked her. And it's like, yeah, you're never going to see her again. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man. Finding, med- finding the right medicine, finding the right psychologist. Um, you know, it's, it's, all, it's all a journey uh, that we're, we're all on that, that will go on um, all of our life, you know, managing our mental health um, and making sure we can make it through. See some? Yeah, um, Allie was saying the current therapist um, she got matched with is because he has DBT training and runs eating disorder groups and is part of the LGBTQA Oh my, <laughs> I forget that it's gotten longer. LGBTQIA community. Plus, is there a plus? Yeah, we just LGBTQ plus. Community. Okay, yeah. I thought there was a plus. So that's great. Yeah, I mean, you know, like we keep mentioning, everybody's unique with um, with what they're going through. You know, at, um, some people have a lot of other different symptoms or conditions that are stem either stemming from the original you know, depression or anxiety or BPD and then other things happen. So you kind of have to like, as, as, I guess it's kind of like piecing your um, your help together. You got to find the right a therapist. You got to find the right medicine. You got to find the right therapy uh, style that can help. And, you know, a lot of other things, it's, yeah, it's so, a lot. I mean, if you're, if you're, it's just like, you know, if you're depressed, you know, <laughs> if you're depressed now, <laughs> it's a, it's a yeah. long struggle. Like, it, especially going through that with depression, it feels like you're just being let down um, so much. I've had psychiatrists that, that put me on a, a, in a lot of med- on a lot of medicine just to keep me, you know, I guess. Afloat. Yeah, just, just docile, like, you know, and I, I would just be drinking uh, caffeine all the time. Um, and I would tell her about it, and, and um, you know, she was just like, no, you need to take this for your anxiety. Um, I so. remember you telling me when when we when we were, I think within the first year of our relationship, and you, you were telling me why you didn't want to get back on medicine, and that was one of the reasons, was because of the side effects, but also because it numbed you, and you didn't feel like yourself. And I was like, well, <laughs> that's not the right medicine for you, then, yeah. right? Because, I mean, the medicine's supposed to help, but it's also not supposed to like change who you are like uh, you know I don't know I, I've never experienced that to, like taking a medicine and then making me feel like I, I'm not myself I think so it I does I think it does I think it does change you in a way because it, it changes it's it's <laughs> it changes the way that you think instead of um, well I, mean, I guess spend, yeah I'm just saying instead of spending all that time with anxiety or depression or holding on to that and spending all that time worrying you're you're doing other mm-hmm. hopefully uh, productive things uh, than than uh, wasting your life away 
Well, I guess for me, it's like the the way the person that we are to me is like for for example for you, Ajni is not, um, who if somebody else, who is Ajni, you know, then I have to like describe you in I guess um, what's that word? Uh, I hate when I forget words. I'm sorry. And it happens often. <laughs> it happens so um, often. So like you how know who you are past? inside you like how you know who is Chris, who is Ajni deep inside like what makes up Ajni who he is, and I don't think. Um, extreme anxiety, like state of uh, uh, panic that mm-hmm. you that you get that you have sometimes. I don't think the straight the the state of uh, desperation that you sometimes feel. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's part of who Ajani is. I think that's like the medical condition that affects Ajani. Yeah, that's well, that's that's like the uh, the symptoms of um, what. Uh, what I feel like something um, of something that happened to me in the past or how I felt in the past and that I'm, I'm holding on to it um, and I, I can't seem to let it go and I've been trying to let it go but it just um, is following me around um, and yeah it just it, but <laughs> I'm kind of thinking about Joker um, you know it's just like you know that's who the Joker really is off his medication. Then on his medication, he's wow. like, I guess he's like a boring guy. I mean, well, because, first, because yeah. I think I think some people, and I think I've heard mm. a artist say this, that they don't like to be on medication or anything that's going to like dull their, um, I guess their, their creativity or something. Mm. Um, that, that, that part of uh, the creative mind is, I, mean, I don't think that's true, but no, the part of the creative no. mind is just like, you know, close to insanity or something. But well, see, I've heard people talk about like um, um, Van Gogh, in the, mm-hmm. the, the artist who painted Starry Night, and he has a lot of uh, portraits that are um, impressionist style uh, paintings where he does like a little almost dots, but they're like brush marks. So it makes everything look like it's moving. There's a lot of um, textures and stuff involved into it. So people believe that he was doing all that because um, because he was like he he was like not right in his head, you know. Mm-hmm. But in actuality, it was because he was taking because he did have um, uh, problems that he was dealing with, mm-hmm. and he struggled a lot, but. Um, the medication that he was on apparently made him see, made certain colors feel more vivid. And so that reflected into his paintings. So, Ooh. okay, thank, for, thank you for the art lesson. Uh, <laughs> art major, wow. That, I mean, that college next, degree. Next, and... next episode on Art 101. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, we should do a series on artists who deal with mental illness. Oh, you know, that, oh, that, that would be. You know, yeah, we could do Frida. Um, Frida you know, that would be really, that'd be really interesting. That could probably be a, a, a mini-series that we work on. Mm-hmm. We've been thinking about something. That would be nice. Let me know if you're interested. Oh, I just love coming up more work for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Do you want to read um, the, the comment and get to that and, and just talk about that yeah. really fast? So we're not going to name the person. I think it's, I mean... I don't think it's right what the person wrote, but at the same time, you know, privacy and whatever. So they didn't ask to be on the podcast. They didn't want to be part of the discussion, even though they did make a public post about it, but whatever. Okay, okay so this person wrote, we'll call him... Um, um, okay, really, Chris? Oh, okay, what? Oh, you want to read it? Go ahead. No, go on. Okay. You're just taking so long reading it. <laughs> okay. Just, I need to so, know. <laughs> so... <laughs> Let's say R, R wrote this. I think meds for the most part inhibit recovery. 
BPD is a problem that is managed behaviorally. We develop thoughts and habits, um, black and white, all or nothing thinking, and it causes our emotions to be unmanageable. DBT is the gold standard of therapy. Meds might numb or slow thoughts, but they do not change thought habits. Yeah, this... <laughs> well, I mean, you can say um, what you think, but I didn't... I... This, this comment did not sparkle with me. Um, I did not feel sunshine. Where does um, that come from? <laughs> from South Park. Oh, oh got it. Oh, oh yeah, the little girl yes. in, in South Park would be like, does that sparkle with everyone? Sunshine! Yes. Okay, sorry. <laughs> don't, but don't look that up. <laughs> Say, focus on our show. Um, so, yeah, that comment, the, the first sentence really got me. And I've, I've heard a lot of comments uh, like this, you know, um, that medicine inhibits recovery of BPD. How, would, would you say that about, you know, any other, any other illness that, that you have? You know, would you say that about, you know, medicine inhibit, inhibits the recovery of, you know, cancer you know, uh, heart disease. Diabetes is the one that I thought I, of. I was like... What really gets me is that they use the word, like, inhibits. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it, it's something Counter so bad. It, it's like just putting um, putting the weight of the, the stigma on there. And it was very disappointing to me, you know? I mean, there is... And we've talked about it in the episode where medicine does not fix all to everything, right? Medicine is not going to fix all your problems. And we've talked about that. So in that regard, he's not wrong that medications does not change your thought habits, but in the, it's like, it's like giving a double-handed compliment type of thing, you know, mm -hmm. um, where he kind of, he makes, he makes his point, but then at the same time says, if you take medicine, um, you're like, you're, you're doing the opposite of, or you're like hurting yourself by taking medicine, mm -hmm. it seems like, you know. Because it says inhibits recovery. It's yeah. like you're hurting the, the cause that you're trying to solve. I mean, I have, I have so many questions for this person. Like, have you, I, I guess, you know, have you never, never taken medicine? You never had to take medicine? Are you, are you, you know, are you doing okay? Are you doing DBT? Are you, or are they just making a statement? I don't, I don't know, you know? Mm -hmm. Anyway, it's just, <laughs> it just really, I, I just don't think that's the, the correct way to go about that because everybody everybody needs something different and we don't need uh more people especially people with uh bpd telling us what we we should or should not do to uh help us you know i think as long as it's it's um it's helping you makes you happy um makes you happy um it's healthy you know if if you could just Exercise through your BPD, and and you're good. Write a book because we all want to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, even if they do, it's not going to work for everybody, and that's the I mean, point. Some I, I did, oh okay. sorry, I should say um, some people uh, um, in some groups when they ask you know do you take medicine um, for for BPD or what kind of medicine do you take or something mm -hmm. a lot of people will be like oh I just uh, I just uh, do marijuana I just. Um, to smoke, you know, I just, um, some people say I just do mindfulness, you know, mm -hmm. some people say medica uh, medicine has, has really helped me, you know, I do medicine and, and therapy, um, I do just therapy, but then there are people, you know, like this, that are, that say little, like, almost nine comments that, you know, 
don't know. I, I never hear anybody else say, I don't know, anything bad about any other any other method that anybody mm-hmm. else talks about except for medicine because that stigma follows us. Even when we are diagnosed, we say, you know, this is something that you can't see. It's only something that I can feel. And if it's in my head, um, I, I, I can fix it if I just think about it enough. I, I think that's what I thought too. If I just, if I can just get control over my emotions, if I can just bury my emotions, get control over them myself, I would be okay. Some people are able to do that, you know? I, you know, and some need a little help. And the entire thing is get help if you need help. I like how, in the notes that we, that you wrote, I like how you said, you said, um, my journey started with depression Turn right at self-harm, turn left at VPD, and manage, manage, manage. Yeah, I think that's... (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what a lot of people try to do. Um, I mean, a lot lot of people are are lucky that they go to DBT right off the bat. Okay, I found that I had BPD. I'm going to go to um, DBT right now and just do that program. Um, But, you know, financial situations... Um, sometimes even like your, your mental situations. And <laughs> I think, uh, with mental illness, this is also a thing where, uh, we feel like, mm, I think I'm doing okay. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. like no one's complained, you know, I mean, there's a, you know, I, I think I'm doing okay. You know, we do that, you know, we, we're, and, um, <laughs> or you get used to the stage that you're at. Yeah. Like, um, uh, I remember a while, <laughs> this is a while back is when you got off your medication and you were like, well, I'm not cutting myself anymore, so what's the problem? You know, like, th- I'm okay because I'm not cutting myself anymore. I'm like, no, but you also can't, you're not enjoying a full life because you're worried all the time. You're like, you can't go to sleep. Um, you're self-medicating with alcohol. And so there were other things that that were, that you were doing that were not healthy and were not letting you live a good um, quality of life. Yeah. But you were like, well, at least I'm not cutting myself. Or yeah. you got used to that. It's interesting. It, it sounds like, like those are the those are like the negative side effects of me not being on, on medicine. And I guess I had to think, you know, were these, um, the, the negative side effects I was facing without medicine, are uh, they equal to, I guess, being on medicine, those side effects. Mm-hmm. And the... Only side effects I have from, from that is I need to take it every day. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I need to come down slowly if I'm going to stop taking it. So. Um, that's doing a countdown on Instagram. Bye, Instagram. <laughs> it's been so nice. We've been. So, oh, it's so long. Well, Bye. We'll finish on the other <laughs> Okay. Instagram said, wow. you know what? You're done. <laughs> You've been talking for All so right. long. Chris, we need to get off of here. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, we haven't done our full hour. No. <laughs> so Instagram is just like I guess they just um, they don't want to shut it down. Um, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> I got completely lost. No, it's okay. I'm, I'm used to you not listening to me. So in conclusion, um, <laughs> no, I will okay, be looking so, for a new husband soon. <laughs> uh, we were talking about how you can kind of get complacent in where you're at, and if you're just managing enough. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, this is fine because I don't want to go through all the other trouble. Um, and that can be hard because then you're kind of settling for the, I guess, the quality of life that you have at that time. And it's not, it's not, uh, I guess, you're not reaching your potential, I guess, I would think, you know. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you're going through life self-medicating with alcohol and then 
you know, isolating yourself so that you don't get hurt by other people, then what kind of quality of life is that? You know, if you can't do what you want to do because you're isolating yourself, <laughs> you're self-medicating. Well, then I, I know somebody who lives like that, okay? Yes. We, we, I think we... we I, think I know somebody, know somebody. Yes, <laughs> that lives like that. You can, you can do that, but yeah. it just... It, it depends on, you know, how... You know, I, I guess, you know, it's just like the... You know, those are the side effects of being, I guess, off in medicine, not doing therapy. Right. Um, so maybe if you do those things, you know, there'll be maybe some things you have to give up, like maybe alcohol or maybe what you're using to self-medicate, but you'll have a better quality of life. And I, I, I like that that phrase, quality of life. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's the thing, the main thing to keep focus on is, you know, everybody's different. Some people are fine with that. And I'm not going to say they're wrong for doing thinking like that. I. I'm not here to judge anybody or tell them how to live their lives. And I think what we want to do is end the stigma associated with medicine. Mm -hmm. Don't talk down to people or make them feel bad for taking it because if they need it, then they need it. You wouldn't be talking down to people who are, who are taking cancer medication or diabetes medication. So just keep those thoughts to yourself. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <Everybody> <laughs> go back needs, to the golden rule. I think everybody needs support, you know, at, at this time, you know, um, support and, you know, they're doing, I, I feel like, you know, um, most people, especially I think people that are listening to our podcast are doing the best that they can, you know, looking for information, um, looking for what they can do. Um, and so I we just wanted to end, uh, with just saying that misinformation and shame inhibits recovery. Not medicine. Misinformation. Oh, did I say medicine? No, no, no. I was saying, because the, the commenter wrote medicine inhibits recovery. Oh, I was like, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not medicine. Medicine is there to help. Misinformation and shame inhibits recovery. Yes. Yeah, because it, it'll keep people from getting the help that they need. So, so let's all support each other. Um, and you can... Support us by uh, joining our Discord <laughs> server. Uh, Chris and I will be there. Um, what? Well, Chris, I, sometimes you show up and I'm yes. just like, hi. Yeah, I try to I try to be on there, but you know, I, I work a nine to five job, so. Well, I I mean nobody has hard. nobody has to be there on there. Yeah. You know, twenty four seven. It's just you know we just stop by to say hello. So. Um, you can, a couple of memes. Yeah. So. <laughs> so yeah, come by. You know, join the server. Sit around. Um, say hi. Let us know what you thought about uh, an episode. We really want to, you know, start a conversation with people. And if you have an experience, um, we would like to hear about it because it helps everybody to grow. Everybody has a different journey. Um, if you have um, an experience where, uh, you know, maybe you were diagnosed with BPD, it was really bad, and you did something without using any medication, we would love to hear that story. I mean, that that is a good story because there are so many different ways. I mean, I was uh, reading up about BPD, and uh, it was talking about uh, how DBT is used for um, uh, PTSD, um, and uh, <laughs> those things come from like early childhood trauma oh, or yeah. or trauma. And now I can't remember what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I was reading. Um, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that some of those pe- things come from a trauma, but sometimes BPD uh, just happens. It can just be genetic. It there doesn't have to be a trauma that that mm. you know 
causes it to occur. So predisposition. Yeah. So everything, everything is, is different for everybody. Let's support each other. You know, let's all be friends. Let's all join hands and sing Kumbaya. And if you don't like that, good luck with that. <laughs> you know, it's a Lily Allen song that I want you to listen to. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. It's called Love You. You know that song? Wow. That used to be your favorite song. Really? I'm really bad with pop culture and What? Stuff. You don't know that Illy, um... Do you sing it? Of course I would never say that, but I was just making a joke. You know, fuck you. Oh, fuck yeah, you yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, Lily <laughs> Allen. Yes. But of course, I'm just playing. I don't want to spread no hate. I, don't want to... <laughs> I just want us all to love each other. Yeah. So thanks, guys, for joining us on YouTube. Instagram went out a little bit. On um, Facebook. Um, oh, poor Facebook. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it's really fun. Um, we'll be doing these live episodes. Not every... Not yeah, all the time, and, but every once in a while. And we like to do recorded episodes because, again, you know, uh, some of our listeners live in different time zones. You know, this could be like early morning for them or mm-hmm. uh, something else. So, um, I don't know. We'll, we'll try to do, I guess, um, definitely another another recorded video yeah. and, and put it on here. Yeah. Um, go Again, go to our, our website, Borderline Idealist. Check out the new changes that Ajani's made. But also, um, we encourage you to go to our Patreon page, which you can find on our website. And on there, you'll see all the new uh, projects that we're working on for this year and sort of like, I guess, the benefits that um, each patron will get, the the new um, mini episodes or... Uh, well, spe- what is it called? Um, well, we're going to start a, a mini-series yeah. uh, this, uh, I think, like every month for something. You had a really good idea. We were thinking about uh, reviewing uh, mental health movies because uh, Chris has Girl Interrupted and he's never seen it. So it's, it's really sad. So it's like every every month it. we could review a, a mental health movie. But I was thinking about doing that and that'll be something special for our, our patrons. Yeah. Um, so We have a couple of uh, projects that are in the works and you can read up about them on, on, on Patreon. And if you can, donate to us. Uh, it's really easy, and um, and it'll really support this project that we're doing uh, a lot. And if you can't donate money, that's that's fine. Uh, we encourage you to share and, um, you know, share our podcast and our stuff and hopefully start con- dialogues and conversations with other people who may not be familiar with, with all this, mm. so... Yeah, we, we love you guys. We thank you so much for uh, for watching, uh, especially for for listening, um, just being here with us and um, helping us uh, help uh, helping us to help other people. Um, this is only done possible by you know the, the, the people that that listen to us, that share, and uh, that. Our, our patrons so we really appreciate it we can't wait till uh next next sunday to do another episode every two weeks uh, we're definitely gonna announce a mini uh, mini series that we're gonna do i think uh like next week um i think i think i'll have an idea by then we'll go I already have an idea. You no, have no ideas. we don't we have like two or three ideas Anyways, we gotta narrow down i'll um, make i'll make the decision all right guys adios Happy 2020. It's going to be a great year. I feel it. Oh, is the camera so long? Sorry. Yes. Making, making faces. Bye. Bye, guys. Oh, you need to cancel that one.
Okay. So the only 